I love pressing buttons. Subject in the predicate, new guests every week, and you know they own fleet. Uh, like the way I ride this beat, and girls, uh, they know they love my uh, hey. uh, Off the tippy top. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sipping on No Common Sense. I am the host with the double O's, Ghost Most Beyond, your boy Phil Myers Senior, aka Cake Knock the Great One. Back at it with my go host, Tef the Best. T. I double F, you we m- you back must, in the building. Must be feeling better, don't you? Just, man, look. Huh. look <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, still loud. I everybody. I feel like bull of shit. Right, bull of shit. Bull of creamless shit. So, <laughs> I, I felt better. Oh, God. But we gonna get through the show. Right. I did two lines of cocaine to get me through this hour. It's right. fine. Everybody relax. Relax. It's just quite all, all right. All that talking you doing. Recreational cocaine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning back in. Like the video, share the video. We got mm-hmm. a new guest today. We got a brand new guest. Right. Everybody has been wanting this man on the show. Right. Wait for you making your announcement. Shout out to my nephew Mylon. His birthday today. He turned fifteen. Oh, happy yeah, birthday, birthday. Mylon. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Before I forget. He turned fifteen. Yeah, he fifteen. Yeah. Oh snap. Freshman in high school. I already so. know what his little girlfriend getting him. No, don't play with play with us. He would get jumped. What high school yet though? Bradford. Oh, yeah, he in Wisconsin. Uh, so. See, he he said, no, 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 absolutely okay. not. Okay, okay. okay. Mylon, right? <laughs> in, enjoy your gift. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, whatever. Fifteen year old. Oh God. No anyway, <laughs> but look, y'all, this brother right here that we got on the show, I give it. Eight years, what? we will be calling this man the presidential elect. Oh, gosh. I'm putting it out there. I'm speaking it into existence. This brother right here is one of the board members of Waukegan School District. This mm-hmm. brother also has his own podcast called Real Talk Live. Am I correct? Yep. Real Talk want, Live with Brandon Ewing. Want uh-huh. to make sure I got it right. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Mr. Brandon Ewing. <laughs> Appreciate you guys opening the door and inviting me out, man. Uh, no Thanks problem. Thanks Thank you, thank you. Right. First and foremost, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, bro. Yeah. Because you got like a thousand things going on. Man. If I see one more invite <laughs> for Mr. Yu. Man. Man. man, Brandon invited you. Brandon invited you to the bar mitzvah. Right. Right. Bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even know those people I was going So yeah <laughs> But bro thank you so much for taking time out of your no schedule problem. man. Yeah. I'm excited to be here Man we glad to have you bro right. we Glad to have you now, A whole year to get you Man Okay Man We had to raise up a little bit Man 
He was like, who Who are you guys? Right, I was like, right. oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you can have your people call my people. What? <laughs> what? Do they still say that? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so look, before we get into the interview, man, let everybody know who's watching, who may not know who you are. Let them know who you yeah, are, where definitely. you're from. So my name is uh, Brandon Ewing. Uh, as Phil said, I'm a school board member in the city of Waukegan. Elected about two years ago. I am the youngest uh, school board member, one of the youngest in the county uh, at 26. I'm a father of three, a uh, husband to my wife. Monique, love you if you are watching, which you should be. Um, you know, and, and, and that's kind of what I do. In addition to that, I host Real Talk Live where I have different people from the community kind of come out and uh, we just have discussions. So our last uh, discussion was actually with Phil. We were a part of this. Yeah, I saw that. Great, great, great interview. So um, appreciate that part. And then before that, it was State Rep Rita Mayfield. We've had the superintendent of Waukegan Public Schools, Anthony McIntyre, Switch Lanes. Um, Kim, um, Holly Kim, who just became uh, the Lake County Treasurer, was on there. So we, 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 we try and bring a conversation around Mm -hmm. people who don't normally get out to our community um, or Mm -hmm. to young people. And most recently, I started Millennials Connected, which is a uh, networking group for very dope. I went to the first one in the summer. Uh, So that has been exciting. We got a Christmas party coming up December 8th. Uh, Find it on Facebook and it's going to be dope. We have a uh, our own young chef uh, flavors of flavors of love, I believe is what he's called. But uh, he's going to be doing a, a jambalaya type thing. We got desserts and. And okay. it's going to be fun. So oh, okay. that's December 8th in Waukegan at Fuller Center. And that's Millennials Connected. So right. it's just a little bit I'm about excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. So uh, uh, how uh, with the Millennials Connected, is it tickets? Do you got a... Yeah. So right now it's on Facebook. Uh, tickets will go, go live. Our first event was 100% free. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to always make it... Uh, one of the things that I noticed is in my elected capacity, I go to a lot of different dinners. Mm-hmm. And they always complain that Millennials aren't there. Unfortunately, a lot of millennials are broke. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. when you charging thirty, forty, seventy-five dollars a ticket for a dinner, um, you know, a lot of millennials unfortunately aren't signing up for those type of things or right. going to those type of events. So I said all that to say that typically we're going to try and have the events be free. Um right now we're committed to saying that tickets will be uh ten dollars or less. So none of okay. our events okay, will cost more than ten, and and that's ten dollars if you pre-buy. It is going to be fifteen at the door, and that's just because we want to have an accurate account. So that mm-hmm. we want to have a head count for everybody. Yeah, yep. got to have a head count. Definitely, yeah. but it's going to be you know live music. We got, and that's the thing. We we use young vendors. So when you see my photographers, when you see mm-hmm. um you know the band, when you see mm-hmm. um my DJs, is we try and bring people who are younger, use younger vendors, and then we partner with existing organizations. Uh, who may have more money or more resources or the experience uh, so that they start to get millennials to join and, um, you know, become a part of those those mm. networks. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah, That's definitely. definitely what's up, man. Definitely. So look, so my question for you is, why politics? Yeah. Why politics? Why mm-hmm. politics? I mean, uh, growing up, my dad always said two things. I was either going to be a preacher or a politician. And uh, my whole thing with the church, which I'm involved, I'm a Christian, go to Joaquin Community Church, but I just feel like uh, sometimes we uh, say, well, the only way you can be effective is in the church. And for me, I saw politics as a way to influence the community as a whole. And so um, Mm -hmm. I never kind of wanted to be a politician, but I did always want to work in 
the community in politics. Okay. Uh, the first campaign I ever worked on was that of a young man named Dan Seals. He was running to uh, become a congressman. He mm. was running the same year as a young man by the name of Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. the first campaign that I worked on, I was not 18. I could not legally vote. So right. I determined that I would make as many people as I could vote for the guy that I wanted. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that was my first kind of taste of politics. Uh, and from there, it was just being involved. And so from me being involved and when you're doing good things and when you're doing positive things in the community, you're always going to have somebody in your ear. Uh, and so while I hate the term politician, I don't yeah. want to be a politician. People ask me all the time, what are you doing next? Don't want to do anything next. But I felt like based on my my skill set, based on some of the things I was doing in the community, based on the fact that I am a proud uh, Bulldog alum, uh, <laughs> that I had something that I can offer. I'm not so far removed that I don't remember what it was like to be in high school. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is 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 what caused me to run for the school board. So I wouldn't yeah. say I wanted, I never wanted to be a politician. I always say saw politics as a way to um, impact change. And then when the opportunity presented itself, I decided to to step up and run. And the the main factors that caused me to do that was the election of of, of Donald Trump. Mm. It was literally election night, and I was sitting there like, God, ah, right. <laughs> what I'm Damn gonna do? It. Right, uh, right. And then, um, in the passing of one of my mentors, uh, Mr. Chuck Gutman, who was actually coming up on the anniversary, uh, or a couple weeks ago, the anniversary of his death. And with his passing, we had a group together called Men of Vision, which we um, helped young men figure out what their passions were. Yeah, I'm familiar. And so with yeah, they got College of Lake County. We were doing something similar but at Waukegan High School. Uh-huh. And so when he died, I said, well, at least when he was there, I knew there was, and, and there are tons of great people, but at the time, my thinking was, I knew I had one person mm-hmm. who cared about those kids and were fighting yeah. for them. And with that loss, I just said, in his memory, and he was one of those people who was always encouraging me to run for office. Mm-hmm. So I ran um, in dedication to him and some of the things that he he supported and the initiatives that he wanted to see Happened in Waukegan, and as you talked about, ain't no Jewish people in Waukegan. Mr. Gutman was a <laughs> was a Jewish. Right, yeah, I was being silly, bro. No, I know. I'm just laughing. <laughs> one of my mentors was 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 um you know Mr. Gutman, and 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 that's what it was. Is I never aspired to be a politician, but I mm. did um aspire to mm. impact my community. Mm. Go ahead. I'm gonna be clapping a lot, <laughs> like we did, right? <laughs> so why why? Do you think the pol- politics has has changed much as, as far a, as like people voting and stuff like that, or yeah, is so, it the same old same old? You think? No, I mean uh, it's stressful. We were just talking even before this segment is mm-hmm. uh, last night. We had a meeting that was, in my opinion, absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And so those mm-hmm. are times when you get frustrated. Uh, but specifically when you talk about African Americans um, uh, during election too, and I even know you guys talked about a lot of people. Does my vote really matter? Yeah, is it really important? Well, I'm picking my master. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Is is choosing your master, and so yeah. um, for me, the way that I see um, the way that we get African American empowerment is there's two folds: is you need political power. Mm-hmm. And then you also need uh, capital, mm. you know, and that's money. Mm-hmm. So we need more African-American business and we need to make sure that yeah, we build those we up. But we also can't, uh, I mean, one of the ways that we've achieved as much as we have has been through the political sphere. 
And so you can't do those things separate from one another. Mm. Um, when you, as a politician, can go to your own community yeah. in order to ask for resources to run for campaigns, right. you're no longer beholden to some of those other interests. When we can start and fund our own schools, we nobody mm. can dictate what it is, the curriculum that they're learning or what it is that they're teaching. So, right. um, you know, the issue with HBCUs right now and how they're underfunded, a lot of those things are because we don't, support our institutions um mm. in the same way that you that support others can yeah that's and true real quick real quick yeah. what is H hsbc some people <laughs> hsbc no. that's a bank right the hbcu is a historically so, black college and university for those who did not know and they're yeah. still graduating and you can go make sure you check all my facts but mm -hmm. i think almost 70 percent of all african-american um undergrads come from hbcu Wow. So that's amazing. They're though. still pumping out. So people talk about their relevance. Mm -hmm. Should people go to HBCUs? Yeah. Um, and and I still think that they are tremendously important. My brother is a graduate from Morehouse down in Atlanta. Amen. Um, okay. I have friends who graduated from Howard. Spelman. Yeah, me too. When you think about Andrew Gillum, he graduated from FAMU. When you think about um, uh, down in uh, Georgia, Stacey Abrams, mm -hmm. she graduated from Spelman. And so obviously okay. it's a training ground for um, yeah. African-Americans who, who want to once again take economic or get economic power as well as political power. Mm. That's what's up, man. That's definitely what's up. So, okay. So explain what being a school board member is. Because right. I know a lot of people may not understand that. They may not know what that is. Yes. Because especially in the school, it's like, all right, either you're a teacher or you're an administrator, like a principal, vice principal, dean, whatever, whatever. So explain what is a school board member. So first right. off, it is an elected position. So you sign up, you pass around, a, a get signatures, and you put your name on a ballot. And mm -hmm. so you run. So it's an elected position. Um, majority of school boards in the state of Illinois, just like in Waukegan, um, have seven members so I'm one of seven okay um, okay and we vote on essentially policy so uh, any different policies that we talk about like diversity policies or student safety policies mm -hmm. or drug use policies I mean that's really where our work is is through policy we, okay. we also um, oversee the superintendent so we do the superintendent's evaluation if the superintendent was to um, get another job we would find a replacement um, we can choose to fire the superintendent I mean all of that okay. power resides with the the school board um, we also you know determine the budget so we vote on the budget okay. um, that's a big part of our responsibility making sure that things in the district um, are happening we can purchase together as a group mm -hmm. of seven mm -hmm. we want to build a new school or if we want to go out for bonds so taxes yeah. You get mad about the taxes. I mean, that is a huge thing that the schools are responsible for. Yeah. And I want to clear something up. It is an unpaid position. I do not make a dime. Mm. Um, and so okay. it's one of the the few elected positions in Illinois in which we you know we don't get a stipend. We don't have a constituency fund. Mm -hmm. This is a 100% voluntary-based um, position. Mm. Wow. Mm. So it's really it's from a, the heart. It's yeah. from the heart. That's what I say. So when people, oh, they just do it for the money. What money? Because <laughs> they to don't serve. know what they're talking about. Yeah. It costs me yeah. money serving on the school board. I'm well, when you hear board, you hear people holding yeah. like yeah. corporate. Yeah. You, yeah. You, board you hold directors. You, heard, blah, you blah, hold blah, stocks yeah. or shares in the company. Right. So 
Yeah. They probably think it's the same, same way as thing. a school. So but no, not at all. And, yeah, and that's what I mean. It cost me money. Is you expected to go to all these different events, go right. to all these different dinners, do all these different things? Um, you know, and, and I don't receive a dime. So, yeah. mm. so I got one question though. What's going on with Waukegan? It seemed like the history, not the the atmosphere, has changed since my cousins went there and graduated. Like everybody wanted to go to Waukegan because they yeah. had good classes good school it was a good school at that time particular time but it seems like it's failed a little bit yes, now says, i gotta ask what year you graduated because yeah. we talked about that oh four oh four oh four but my cousins graduated a year a couple years before me okay but i graduated say, oh one oh one yeah no nah, i'm not knocking waukegan but it seems like the no i just the, wanted the, for, his, for perspective yeah, is, yeah. Is people always and that's one of the things that when you you talk about looking at the data looking at the yeah. numbers um in perception mm -hmm. so are we a perfect district no have things um changed yes can yeah. i say that they they've gotten worse not if you look at the numbers okay so our graduation okay. rate hasn't it's been stagnant Mm -hmm. uh, so it hasn't gone up or or down. It's okay. just kind of remained flat, which is lower than it should be. Mm -hmm. Our student attainment rate hasn't really gone, in, you know, anywhere in the last few years. Um, we just did uh, actually going back to two thousand and one. Mm -hmm. uh, we looked at our uh, school ratings. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so starting back in oh one, we had eight schools that were considered to be underperforming the lower lowest performing. Mm -hmm. um, I think a few years ago, like maybe four years ago, we had all 21 schools that were either labeled as lowest performing or underperforming. Um, we now have, with the newest release, we only had, in the last year, we had 14 schools that were mm. rated as underperforming or lowest performing. Mm. This year, we have six. Mm. So to go okay. from 14 to it's six, six. Right. It's, it's significant. It shows right. that we are growing, our students are achieving. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so there are successes in Waukegan. Mm -hmm. I think um, why you have that perception is yeah. because it's not a perfect district. Yeah. Um, you know, we have yeah, a, a high student mobility rate. It means that people are moving in and out of the district. Mm -hmm. You go where the housing is. So if you are, and, and just for example, if you're a family who is on a voucher, you go where a landlord is willing to accept your voucher. So right. what that means mm. is you may be in Zion for two years. So you're in Zion's district. Then you go to North Chicago. Maybe you come out here to Gray's Lake. Then you go to Kenosha. Then you come back to Waukegan. You've never been in one consistent program from start to end. Mm. So at this school, they covered this topic this semester and this year when you're in second grade. But in this district, they cover it when you're in fourth. And so if you weren't in that district when they yeah. did those, you're missing out mm. on huge um, yeah. parts of, of, your, of your education. So we have that challenge. Uh, we have a, a high population of English language language learners. Mm -hmm. And so that's not like a negative, but you got to make sure that you have the supports. And so one of the things most recently that we're able to do is test people in their native language. I don't right. care how smart I am. You drop me off in Mexico and tell me to take a test. That's a wrap. <laughs> right. A, a B, let me drop right. play bingo. And so those are some of the things that, that we are starting to um, improve. Mm. Um, and then not only that, but also dual language. Mm -hmm. So one, it's good to have a strong ELL program. Mm -hmm. But what happens for our African-American students like myself, where uh, dual language is something that should be embraced, is I become much more marketable much mm -hmm. more profitable as we move into an international world when I can be fluent in, in, in two languages. Mm. And so starting to teach all students dual language um, 
is important and something that we're embracing. So when people talk about, you know, Waukegan, a lot of times it's because of what they see on social media. Yeah. It's Bro. it's about yeah. uh the negativity that's kind of mm-hmm. put out there versus when you talk to the majority of our parents, like it's not I'm I have a, a son that's a third grader over at Cook. Like it ain't perfect. They mm-hmm. do stuff that irritates me, you know, mm-hmm. it's things that I want to see done better. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think we are trending in the right direction. Mm. Um, but I think a lot to your main question deals with perception. Mm. Yeah, and I like yeah, that that's point right. yeah. because a lot of stuff now is de- – what year did you graduate? Ten. Ah, oh, dang. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's it's crazy because it's kind of like, all right, so the stuff that I dealt with in 01, y'all didn't necessarily have to deal with in 2010. Mm-mm. It evolved. It was different. It was different. It was, you know, maybe same type of issue, different basis or principle or foundation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of that – has to do with the differences. Yeah. You know, especially the way social media is going now. And you see it. Yes. Yeah. With, uh, you look at cyberbullying and different stuff like that, where before it was, you send an email, oh, I hate you, and oh my God. Uh-huh. Email. But now, yeah, you, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly But what now saying. it's kind of like, all right, it's a fight. It's on Instagram. It's on Snapchat. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. Now it's evolved, and now it didn't spread to the whole world. You know? Yeah, and I think that is. You want to add to that, Tiff? No, go ahead. Yeah, I think that is extremely. What you said is always. I told you, I graduated eight years ago. Mm -hmm. So when people are like, "Oh my goodness, these schools are out of control," I'm like, I remember being in high school when Mm -hmm. the bell would ring and mugs would just be in the hallway kicking it. Right, it wasn't even no urgency. I I remember that. I remember the cafeteria fights. Mm -hmm. I remember none of that is positive. But let's not go. Oh my goodness, this is crazy. I've never seen it before. (laughs) And and that's mine is because when you can have a a real conversation about some of the systemic issues that we're dealing with and some of the things that we're seeing, we can talk about it. But it was like somebody who uh, said, you know. I saw it on Facebook today. I think it might have been Mike, but he posted something talking about, you know, I know I'm getting old because I saw somebody, a kid with their pants uh, sagging and it disgusted me. And I'm like, exactly. But we used to walk around with our pants hanging on. But now as you get older, as you mature, as you see some of the behaviors Mm -hmm. that they're now exhibiting, like they learn that stuff from us. Um, And so while it's, it's bad, like, no, you know, kids shouldn't be at school cursing teachers out. Um, no kids shouldn't uh, be skipping or, or smoking weed. Right. Uh, like all yeah. of those things deal with the overall school climate, but it's not new. Mm. Yeah, it definitely ain't. It, it repeats itself. It That's true. Is. That's definitely true. Because I remember at North yeah. Chicago, I told you I'm a hybrid. Right. I went to North Chicago my freshman through junior year. My parents moved to Waukegan my senior year. I remember being at North Chicago in the cafeteria when gang wars happened. Right. And I'm talking like straight, all out brawls. Yeah. Between one gang and another gang. And it's like, okay. You know what I'm saying? I remember Muzz that was like 20, 21 years old, still in high school. Super seniors, we yeah. used to call Man. Them. Yeah, I know like, one. He, yeah. he, he was already <laughs> invested in their 401k, Jack. <laughs> Coming to Fort Pierre, like, man, let me copy your Spanish homework. I, what I'm going to say to this grown man? <laughs> yeah, see that? Right. Yes, I'm here. Huh? <laughs> My 14, 15 year old self. But, you know, yeah. it's one of the things where it's Nothing new is really under the sun. It's right. nothing really new under the sun. Yeah. You know, because yeah. all this stuff 
it's still happening. Yeah, it's just different forms. Of yeah, it. yeah, and and it's and that's why I say is we have to. It's worse because they consider it worse because it's on social media. Yeah, and we, we get the facts. Is yeah. if somebody posts something, if a parent goes out on a rant, like it's important, but don't mm-hmm. just start sharing stuff to share it. You know, yeah, because that's where it, things can just go go left really bad. But I think. I think we are moving in the right direction, but I'm not one of those people who spikes the football at the at the you know 50th yard line. We mm-hmm. have true issues, you know, in our school district. We have things that we have to overcome, but I also think it's unrealistic to expect those things to happen overnight. Yeah, like we didn't yeah. get here in a year. Yeah, we're not gonna fix it in a year. And so when you're talking, when I was running, that was probably one of the toughest things. Is I ran with a campaign slogan called uh, "Running for the Future." And that's what it was, is the worst thing you can say to a, a parent who has a high school student that, all right, it's going to take some time. Their kids don't have time. Mm. But there's only so much that you can do. Uh-huh. Right. By the time a kid gets to high school, I mean, that's like sink or swim. So what yeah. you have to do is start to work on the foundation. And that's actually been what the the district has done. We've pushed resources into the elementary schools. Mm-hmm. We have a, a pre-K program, which is uh, we now have full day kindergarten for the first time in the district of Waukegan. Okay. Which is one of the biggest indicators for closing the achievement gap. Yeah. Is when you get kids um, in early education, um, they do better. You mm-hmm. know? And because yeah. kindergarten yeah, is not do. mandatory, when you had a half day kindergarten, if you're a parent and you got a job, and kindergarten is from eight to ten, right? <laughs> what, what's that gonna do for me? So you opted <laughs> to send your kid to daycare, daycare, or you kept them out of school. Mm-hmm. And so now, uh, with that full day program, uh, we're seeing more kids enrolled in kindergarten. We also just passed a uh, retention policy, well, it's a promotion policy. You know, when we was growing up, you, you, mugs failed. You, oh you yeah, got yeah. You, you, that, yeah. You, you that super you senior. Got held back. Well, with no child left behind. You kind of had to, it, we began to embrace what was called social promotion. So we don't want you to feel inferior or people to talk about you and point at you. So even <laughs> if you're not where you're supposed to be, we're going to let you move to the next grade level and give you the supports that you need. I actually do support that idea a little bit. It's, it's not all kids are going to learn in the mm-hmm. same way at the same uh-huh. time. They do um, that in gurney areas. Which if one? you wouldn't, yeah, the same thing you're talking about. Yeah. They will move you up. But if you were struggling, like with reading or speech you and stuff like that, you, they took they took you out yeah. of class at a certain time. Interventions yeah. is what they call. Yeah. It. So they they provide you know intensive interventions and and different things in order to get you to where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. What what we saw with that is you ended up with let's say you had a kid who was in the eighth grade, but if that kid is in the eighth grade and they're reading at at a fourth grade level. And then we're yelling and pointing at that teacher. But what is that eighth grade teacher going? Can they make up four years? Right. That's a long time. And in, in one That's year. a lot. So um, one of the things that we did is now they're going to be benchmarks. And so in the second grade, the fifth grade and at eighth grade, mm-hmm. if you're not at grade level, um, then you your child can be. And this is why this is important is because we had eight community meetings and we went out and I think in eight meetings we have 40 parents. Mm. We're a district of about 15,000. Right. Mm. So um, mm. but this is going to impact 
Yeah, a lot of kids, a lot of, a lot of family. So you it, think yeah. you people would want to know about it? That's why I'm really stressing this because it's no gotcha, it's no surprise. This is going to help our students. But um, if you're not at grade level, your child will you get a letter, and it'll say that your child right now, because of where they are, mm-hmm. is going to have mandatory summer school. And so when people are like, where's the money? All the money goes. That's where it goes. Is us doing summer school is a lot of money. You got to pay staff. Mm-hmm. You got to have stuff open. You got to right. provide lunches. You right. got to do transportation. Yeah. But what we're saying is that's so important um, because we don't want our kids to continually slide back. So they're going to have to do mandatory summer school. If they go to summer school, do what they need to do, then they get promoted. Parent chooses not to send them to summer school or they go to summer school and don't they, they they don't get to where they need to be, your child may have to repeat that grade. And so that is a paradigm shift in the, the district of Waukegan. But that are that's some of the aggressive things that we're doing in order to improve our district so that families do start to look at Waukegan when they're determining where they want to live and people aren't trying to escape our school district but are coming there because they know that we're doing creative things uh, for children. That's what's up. Yes, yeah, that's, 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 that's good. Okay. I never heard all the things. <laughs> over there. Because for me, a- dude, I was scared as hell. Yeah. Just, just the thought of being retained was like, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah. And that's what. And so, kids sometimes they smart, but mm-hmm. what's my incentive to to show what's, you that I can I can learn? What's yep. What's the incentive for me to turn in my homework? Mm-hmm. Right. You gonna move me on to the next grade anyway? And what happens is the first time that our kids are um shown that word that we hate accountability mm-hmm. is in the when they become freshmen so mm. because until then you got passed right but now you're in high school and you got to have that gpa and you got to get those credits right so mm-hmm. you're not turning in that work and um one of the biggest indicators of your graduation rate is your freshman on track rate and so our freshman on track rate for the last five years has never broken 70 percent is because those students get there, and if you fail, let's say you fail first semester al- algebra, first semester lit, mm-hmm. um, you know, science or biology them, them or whatever subjects. those core subjects, yeah. it's that much harder for that student to reach graduation. And so a lot of them can't make mm-hmm. up that first semester. So that decision that you make as a 13-year-old impacts the rest of your life. Yeah, And so that's why we're really looking at that eighth grade year is because, um, honestly, we were setting kids up for failure. Because mm. I'm putting you in a class that you're not prepared for. Yeah. And just going, good luck. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then the other thing that we did psychologically is we called students seniors. So I still was doing that social promotion, but high schools have this thing that are called graduation requirements. So these are things that you need to do to graduate. So you're not credits that you have to attain in order to graduate. So you don't have enough credits, but I'm calling you a junior. I'm calling you a senior. Mm. You go pick up your robe and then I go, all right, Mr. Ewing, uh, according to this, you don't have the necessary credits. Mm. And it's going to take you another year and a half. And now you're talking about, I'm going to be 21 as a senior. (laughs) So they choose at that point to drop out. And then what does that individual do in our society with no high school diploma. We're not talking about college. Talking about a high school diploma. And so it's paramount um, that we do some of the things that we're doing in order to boost that freshman on track rate. Uh, One of the things that you talk about that changed 
Yeah. And I wasn't in favor of it. Um, I wasn't on the board at the time when it was approved, but it is where we are. And there was logic as to why it was done. Mm. And that was the high school redesign. Mm-hmm. So we all remember there was what? A freshman center mm-hmm. and an upper grade center. Right. Uh, and before that, you had two campuses. Uh-huh. So my senior year um, in, in 2010, we went to two campuses, nine through 12 but they had this model called houses. So the high school was essentially broken up into nine smaller high schools is, is how they would look at it. Each one, each mm-hmm. house had their own principal. Each house had their own counselor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids went to, they had like a teacher group that was their core teachers so that they would see all the time. Um, and they did that for a few years. Um, the superintendent in her second year in the district did a high school redesign. So we then went to, Brookside became the lower grade center, but for freshmen and sophomores. And then the upper grade center uh, over at the Washington campus now houses juniors and seniors. Um, The reason that they did that is because they wanted to be able to provide intensive supports to the freshmen. They have something called a freshman seminar. So has it been implemented with fidelity? Is it perfect? No, no, but there was logic as to why they did it. And so yeah. now we need to support it so that um, we can improve the school climate and school culture. And it was to really be able to aggressively focus on those freshmen because that eighth to ninth grade transition mm-hmm. is huge. Yes, it oh, is. Yeah. And it's impacting people for the rest of their lives. It's a different yeah. ball game. Yeah, it is. High school, Junior in the so. high school. It is. Yeah. It's frightening. It's frightening. So um, your show, yes. The Real Talk. So what you got? What got you into create that platform? Because I see you just talk to politicians. So why do you give the floor to politicians? We don't see that on TV. Yeah, rides TV as much. We don't let them get a word in. We just accuse them here and there. <laughs> so for me, it was I always feel like I straddle two wor- worlds. Is I'm I'm yeah. one of the oldest young people you'll ever meet, and so <laughs> uh, I knew a lot of these people. I would consider a lot of these people to be friends, mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of times it's not a um, opportunity gap as much as it's an information gap. Mm. And so when okay. I go into these rooms. And I hear people talking about all of this money, all of these resources, mm-hmm. all of these things happening in Lake County. And then I go on Facebook or I talk to my friend group and everybody talking about how Lake County ain't got nothing. It, it just <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't um, get those two two worlds to, to meet. And so what I started to do is say, how can I be the mediator if yeah. I know people who have resources and opportunity and I got a community out here that's saying they don't know. Yeah. about all these resources and opportunity how can i get them to talk and so while we do primarily have politicians on and that's just through circumstances mm-hmm. you invite people you know i happen to know a lot of politicians <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. more so i wanted to have people on who um typically don't speak to a younger audience or a younger audience might not know or might not know um intimately so like when you talk about state rep rita mayfield i say it all the time but my rep is better than yours is is she does different things. Like she was one of the primary um, people who led the initiative to ban the box. So that's, if you have a criminal record, no longer when you fill out an application, do you have to check, you know, do you have a criminal record? Yes or no. This at least allows you the opportunity 
to get the interview instead of just being discarded. Right. Um, You know, she she was instrumental in bringing in what's called a grow your own program. And so the grow your own program is for, because we talk about some of the issues that our students face and everybody talks about the fact that they want more minority teachers. But, uh, you know, it's y'all interview, but I'm going to ask the question. How many, if you had to give a percentage, how many black males are in education? I'd 20%. Less than 5%. Less than 5%. Less than 5 So, you you know, it's the price is right. You know, you just do one cent more. But it's 1% of oh, all wow. teachers are African-American males. So when you go, ooh, and we do. We want diverse. We want teachers. But where, where, are, you, where are you going to get them? Right. Where are they coming from? Yeah. We can, we can beg for them all day. But until we start creating them and still we start getting them the opportunities. So Grow Your Own actually targets uh, Waukegan students. Um, or graduates of Waukegan who want to go into the teaching profession. And as long as they meet the requirements, they can get their college education paid for. And mm. so that's the program that's, that's going on. So you like, oh, I hate what's going on in the schools. All right, you know, you tired of doing that temp work? You willing to go back to school? Mm. Do it. Mm. Do yeah. something that can, can change your life, change your kid's life, and our community's life because you're more likely to be vested here. You're more likely to stay here, set down roots, buy a house, raise your family. Um, and then our students can identify with you. So um, those that's why we have politicians because a lot of times when you say why politics, mm-hmm. it's because with politics comes power. Mm. And power, when you have power, you can create opportunity. Yeah. Right. And um, I thought that was the main purpose of Real Talk Live is is – you guys know I partner with Carlos in the Crazy Riot show, so mm-hmm. we do it out of their studio. Mm-hmm. But um, I say he brought the ratchet, and and I do the sophisticated. <laughs> so we got the sophisticated ratchet. So he gave me a platform because he realizes that while he had the audience, is he wanted to make sure that they are actually getting a education and something. Yeah. So we do it, you know, yeah, very well. Because you gotta really get, you gotta get the information at the right. end of the day. Because like you were saying, it's a lot of people that talk about, oh, there's nothing going on, there's not this, they blowing the money, et cetera, et cetera. Well, yeah, if you paid attention, you know where that money is going. Right. You know that money is being invested here, invested there, put here, put there, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's one of the things that you got to get the information. Mm-hmm. You got to. You just have to. Yeah, and that's with air conditioners. Y- y'all know. Y'all went to Waukegan. Right. It was hot in them buildings. It sure was. But that air conditioner, you know how much we spending on, on, on just putting air conditioners at the school? That's $3.1 million. And why? Because my son's school, who goes to Cook, it turned 100 years old. So you can't just go throw in a window unit. You have to upgrade all the yeah. electrical in that building. You got to um, get the and, whole ventilation system redone and configured. Yeah. And so <clears throat> those are some of the things that we're doing. Um, when you talk about improvements to buildings when you talk about aoec the alternative placement um that's that's the original high school in waukegan like that building is over 100 years old Mm. and we currently have students that are there um you know in that building and they shouldn't be quite frankly but for years nobody was looking at that so now we are in the process of trying to figure out where can we put those students what buildings can we uh build or invest in or buy or partner Mm. with somebody to do um you know, so it's a lot. It's a lot of good things that are going on uh, in Waukegan, and I'm proud of some of the work that we're doing. Can we do more? Should we be doing more? Sometimes is it yeah. more drama than, yeah. than it should be? More, yeah. more headache. More, more headache. headache. Like I say, I got man. three kids. I got a wife, so yeah. I could be doing a million other things. But, but to me, 
Um, I ran and I said that I'm going to do four years. I got two years left and I'm going to make sure that I give it 110% until my time is, is, is on the board is up. Mm. You don't you know want to run? Nah, bro. No. And why? Because for me, um, when everybody talks about term limits, I gave myself a term limit. Mm. It's okay. so freeing saying, I'm not worried about the next election. I don't yeah. need your money. I don't need your support. So I'm doing what I feel is in the best interest of students and the best interest of the district. And so um, by me not being worried about getting reelected, it's so freeing. Mm. And I can say that. And I want to give, I, and I hope that there are other people, young people that I've inspired that when I decide that I want to step down, they can step up and run. I don't want to be, and I have, and I think they're wonderful, but I'm not going to be a 20 year board member. member. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to die in that seat. Um, yeah. You know, I, a lot of life left to give. A lot yeah. of, you know, like I, 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 that's just not my thing. So for me, when you say is, is right now, I have no intention. I've been very public about that. Uh, not running again. Hmm. Hey. Hey, well, we got the news. It's public now. Man, <laughs> the ex- first one. Exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> so, so also on your podcast. Yeah. So we know you uh, talk to a lot of politicians. Mm-hmm. What are uh, what are some of the other topics that you discuss that you prefer to to bring up? Right. So mine is um a lot of millennial. Uh, centered is always is, is I'm a millennial um, and, and I focus on that is because you know I'm in in business I'm a you know I'm a branch manager at a, a bank by trade and so oh, okay. the way that people talk about millennials is if we're this foreign entity that doesn't exist and I'm we're like aliens. The, the, <laughs> the oldest millennial is 38 like we mm. not coming we there right, right. <laughs> you know yeah so um some of the topics that we've done is like uh, I interviewed a black Republican, young mm. black Republican. Um, we talked about that was that conversation. I like that conversation because I'm an independent. Mm. And so when you talk about political power, I think that's one of the issues that African-Americans have had historically is that we've given our allegiance um, mm-hmm. to one specific party without holding that specific party mm-hmm. accountable. Right. Um, what they done. Yeah. yeah. But like you say, but then we also had another party that really didn't, they weren't messing with us anyway. So it mm-hmm. kind of was like, you can't be right. mad that over 90% of African-Americans identify as Democrat. If you weren't, aren't willing to go and have the conversations and mm-hmm. engage with the community. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we talked about that. Those are the things I like to talk about. We talk about different projects that are coming up in um, in the area. So mm-hmm. if you're not on board with what's happening with the Sheridan Crossing um, in the city of North Chicago, some of the work that Mayor Leon Rockingham is doing about creating a museum to the sailor, uh, which is a, a, a multi-million dollar project, which would not only bring a grocery store to the city of North Chicago, but a movie theater, a hotel, um, mm. and as well as uh, three new restaurants, I think is what the plan calls for. Okay. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Great Lakes Naval Center is the only training center for the entire Navy. Mm. Every, Regardless, anybody yeah. goes to the Navy is they go going there. to go through Great Lakes. Yeah. Um, and Waukegan is benefiting is because when those families come to this area, there are no hotels for them to stay in in the city of North Chicago. Right, right. right. So they come to Waukegan and, and mm-hmm. we love them, we welcome them. But I think um, if millennials were to understand that project, if um, more 
uh, minority-owned businesses were to understand what that project is and the potential that it had, they would be lobbying and campaigning and talking oh, yeah. about it and trying oh, to figure yeah. out what they need to do in order oh, to yeah. get the contract. Absolutely. And yeah. this is an amazing opportunity for the entire area because I can yeah. say, even if if it, it goes in the city of North Chicago, my city of Waukegan that I love is going to see residuals from that. And yeah. then if I have mm-hmm. friends or uh, yeah. people that I care about that are involved in those projects, mm. that's dope. Win win. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. You know what's crazy? I, yeah. I have a homegirl. Uh, shout out to my homegirl, Courtney. Uh, when her fiance at the time was in the Navy, mm-hmm. and me and her talked, and she was like, man, where you said again? I was like, oh, I'm in Waukegan. And she was like, man, I was in your city. Like, and of course, it's it's easy because they stayed at the they stayed at the Ramada. Yep. Yeah. And it was easy for her to remember because she was like, man, all we did was go down to Green Bay and then hit a left. And then you just went all the way down and you mm-hmm. was there, you know, and, and it was kind of like, yo, like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. But it, it's like, wow, like out of the entire U.S. Yep. Yeah. The entire U.S. If you go to the Navy, you're at Great Lakes. Yeah. Great Lakes. And that's that's a tremendous opportunity. And yeah. that, that came through politicking. Is at the time, I think it was when Obama came in, is they were trying to either close Great Lakes. Or, yeah, or I, heard, I remember that. Like that. I remember that. But but they closed all them buildings. There, were, there was a lot yeah. of pressure yeah. put on them to keep it open. They said, all right. And so it went from we going to close it to now every <laughs> sailor in the entire country will come through Great Lakes. So they will be in North Chicago, mm. in the Lake County area, um, you know, during while their military service. And yeah. so that's eight weeks. I forget what the number is, but it's astronomical. Is they graduate so many? Yeah, every, every Friday. Every Friday, every Friday is. Yeah. A, I think it's like over a uh, hundred. It's, <laughs> a, lot it's a lot of them yeah. um, that, that graduate with each class, and so um, just amazing opportunities. And so those are some of the things when people say ain't nothing going on in Lake County, and I'm yeah. like, look at this. Right. Talk about the 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 projects and what happened over and what is it, Marion Jones and, mm-hmm. and what that's going to turn into. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to my brother with the Lake County um housing authority, uh David Northern, who now is down in Champaign. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that was through politicking and and and, and listening to people and caring yeah. about what the yeah. community was saying. Yeah. Um and then going in there and doing something about it. So, you know, um not all politicians are great, you know, not Everything that's going on is amazing. We still have mm-hmm. tremendous challenges, but I just think there's so much opportunity. Um, and there's a newer generation that, unlike the older generation, is not, you know, I got a podcast. You got a podcast. Mm-hmm. Carlos got a podcast. Uh, Antoine has, has a podcast. Kima has a podcast. There's a lot of them, but we yeah. not. We oh, don't. I ain't doing that or I ain't supporting or if you come on, on their show, you can't come on my show. Like, Right, we all working together. We all the same race. and I think that's something a benefit that we have that the older generation doesn't. Mm. I mean, we, that lo- again, we lose man. that ego. We love. We say that. Again, yeah, man. I forgot what I was gonna say. But happy <laughs> Veterans Day to the people. Shout the late, the yeah, late yeah, Veterans yeah. Day. I forgot to post that, but you know, shout out to all the veterans and people that serving. You yeah. know. Oh yeah, yeah and if you was an NJROTC, that does not count. <laughs> Stupid. I'm in there. Like, yo, like you had to actually serve. Uh, right. Not ROTC. No. No. Watch like, out. It was God. a lot of mugs that was like, man, salute me. 
Like, is that the, is that the walk he get into LTC outfit? <laughs> what do you call them? Well, pickles. Although, shout out, we got the one of the largest or the largest um, JROTC program in uh, the nation. We also have now a junior cadets program at mm. uh, Jefferson. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. We are one Jefferson. of the... Jefferson. Jefferson Middle All School. All my homies went through we that school. Are, we are one of the um, most awarded and decorated JROTC program. Uh, yeah, y'all always are, been. are amazing. So, no, yeah. you, you, you're not a veteran if you did the JROTC, but shout out. <laughs> Shout yeah, out to you doing it though. It, um, carrying them heavy book bags. We man. know. I seen you in the ooh, hallways. Ooh. Okay, with your shiny shoes on. I, I met, shiny man. shoes. That, but like you say, <laughs> we used to talk about them, but the, the uniforms they got now are, are, are nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I ain't seen them. I need to walk they in the high not, school. They're not pickles no more. No, okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you see, I was at ROTC in North Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So man, oh, we used God. to leave. Yeah. North Chicago Waukegan drill teams used to go at it for that number one spot, man. Yeah. Especially like the Angel Drill Team competition. Yep. Uh, it was a couple others downstate. But man, it was all, we were always the two finalists. We were always the two <laughs> finalists. Sometimes North Chicago win, sometimes yeah. Waukegan will win. Zion would do nothing. Okay. See? All right. <laughs> I, I didn't say it. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's just, one of their own distance. Yeah. Like, hey, hey. I went to Zion, so it's fine. Ain't no beef over here. So hey, like, oh, it's all good. <laughs> so Brandon, why is networking so important to you to oh, to, yeah. to to bring people together? Because it seemed like you're doing it consistently, and that's hard. Yeah, I you mean, know, how do you keep your stuff in check? Like. All right, I don't feel like doing this no more. Y'all need to put some work. <laughs> you, you said it. Yeah. Checking ego. Yeah. So yes. I don't want to hold on to opportunities. Um, I don't want to hold on to um, just relationships. Mm -hmm. So uh, my girl Jade, we had talked about her before we got on. Who shout out to Jade. Shout out okay. To Jade people's yes. and let, let me a warning sign out there. Okay. I made a little video, but if you're not my friend, you did not see it. <laughs> But if you do not work out regularly, like me, <laughs> do not go to glass because you will die. <laughs> you will die, man. But no, no. Shout out to her though. That, to congratulations. She, she just had a birthday too. Yeah, man. Happy shout birthday. birthday. Jay, yeah, Sheree. Yeah, See, I've, I've known. I've known uh, Jay. Oh, Sheree. Sheree's yeah. our middle name. See, oh. <laughs> but I've known Jay since we were in the second grade. Oh, okay. okay. So, she cool people. Uh, Very cool. You know, it's just what we saw is that. We had a lot of people that we met, a lot of opportunities that we had. And so she went to Gurney. I went to Waukegan. But we always, like, kept our friend circle kind of tight. Mm -hmm. And so every year we would do a Christmas party. And we started it when we were, like, sophomores in high school. Well, when people went away to college and had other relationships, mm -hmm. and the it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And one of the things we always looked at is if I have the opportunity to help out a friend yeah. or somebody that I know is is if I know you need to promote promote something, then I'm gonna say, all right, you got to talk to Tiff and Phil. You know mm -hmm. they have a, a strong platform. If I know somebody who needs um, videography, I have four or five videographers that I work with that I can refer you to. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, that's what networking is: is being mm -hmm. able to then when I need something. Yeah. I got somebody that I can go to. Um, mm -hmm. I have somebody that can vouch for me. When yeah. you talk about, oh, Brandon, I need to repair my credit or I'm thinking about buying a car or I'm thinking about getting a house, then Tiff and Phil can go, I got a guy who I can let you, I, I know he's going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just helping each other. 
mm-hmm. that's all networking is. So when you say it's consistent, is that's just who I am. Mm. Um, and what I figured is when you get good people in a room, positive things happen. And oh, so yeah. That's what yeah. Millennials Connected was. Oh, it yeah. was I got millennials who I deal with from all throughout Lake County who are doing great things. I call it, um, we reach out to creatives, professionals, and entrepreneurs. Mm. Because I think those are the main three three categories is you have creatives. So these are people mm-hmm. who have a talent or a skill. Right. You got professionals. I work a nine to five, love my nine to five, but it's a nine to five. I'm a professional. That's what I want to do. And then you got those entrepreneurs where majority of the opportunity is created is because those are the job creators. That is the one of the fastest ways that you can still create wealth um, and opportunity. And so I said, if you get all of those people right in the room talking and networking is because that entrepreneur may be able to employ me um i may be able to provide um uh, a creative somebody who's willing to write them a check so that they yeah. can keep pursuing their dream you know what i mean and so oh, yeah. that's all it is it's, it's, mm. it, it's not anything that i do that i consider to be extra it's just kind of who who i am um as you all know my mom uh yeah. Is queen, she, so, queen mother, so so queen of, of networking. And that's <laughs> yeah, definitely was what was um, taught to me. So it's a way of life. Mm. Oh yeah, net. I mean, you know the thing of it is, man, with networking. I know at the millennials, yeah, uh, networking event that you had this summer. Yeah, dope. It was live. It was dope. We yeah. had a ball. Yeah, but the thing of it was, it was kind of like okay. So wait, you do this, you do that, and you got this going on, you got that going mm-hmm. on. And it was amazing with like the relationships and just kind of the camaraderie, the same similar interests that, oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, I just met somebody else that was saying the same thing. And right. I got like 20 cards. And, but ain't man, nothing happening friend. in like County. <laughs> so I hear that all man. the time. Yeah. Which, all the which time. is nuts. Um, yeah. We got one young lady that's coming, Um. Uh. What? Uh. Faith. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Faith. I mean, this girl is amazing musically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I know she's trying to open up her school if she hasn't already. But it's kind of like, yo, like, we got this here. Yeah. We got this here. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to Lake Forest. You don't need to go to Highland Park. Yeah. It's right here. But we yeah. got to support those things. So, like, you oh, talked yeah. about Jade and she's right across the border. When you talk about. Uh, yeah. One of my where we had it, the Harbor's Edge, the the guy who opened it was Laquan. Um, he now has a spot in the the city called Rhyme or Reason. He's a Waukegan graduate. I know Quan, yeah, 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 yeah. Naomi's um, husband. So it mm-hmm. is when we get these things, we also have to support them. Right. Yeah. It's because yeah. that's what happens. A lot of stuff comes and goes and we wonder why it left, and it's because we didn't support. Oh, right. That's important. A lot of people got egos. So that in there. <laughs> that that Yeah. Okay. They do. That too. It's too much. I can't deal with it. <laughs> uh, don't get me started. I already don't feel good. Right, right. Man, I know you don't. I know you don't. So you said door. regarding the fathers matters. Is that a movement or why why um, Yeah, so um that's probably one of the things that really uh got me involved. Uh for those of you, and like you said, a little background is I had my first son at, at 16. Mm. So I had my first son at 16. Uh, <laughs> feel see, like that. Feel, feel like that. He, he <laughs> fit right into you. Just, hey, see, Mylon? It, it can happen, 
happen, baby. No, it ain't gonna happen, baby. Okay, don't put that on him. I don't recommend it. Yeah, no, no. Right, I had my first. I had my first son at 16. And so one of the things when I started to uh, come into my adulthood, 18, 19, 20, um, is I was just seeing a lot of my friends who were in that same situation. They were young uh-huh. fathers. Um, and you had some who were stepping up to the plate. And you had some of us that, that weren't doing what we needed to direction. do. Uh, and then we had the it's whole scary. It's baby scary. mama drama and yeah. all the stuff that, that was happening to, you know, our peer group. Yeah. You know, in the in the the late <laughs> tens. <laughs> you know? So um Fathers Matters actually started because of uh the shooting in Chicago, Hadia Pendleton. So a okay. lot of times when we look at a whole big issue like gun violence. Well, what, explain, I, explain, could, explain that explain, explain that with Pendleton. Yeah. yeah. So Hadia was a uh student, I believe it was at Kimball. Maybe uh-huh. it was at Kimball. It was, it was at one of what would have been considered in Chicago a premier high school, Kenwood. Okay. They had taken their ACT or midterms or something like that. Um, sorry, that's my wife. I don't want to ignore <laughs> too much. Right. Um, <laughs> see, you see that? That's why you stay married. Right. Brandon, where is you at? Right. <laughs> He's with us. Right. Okay. Hi. Tune in to Facebook Live. Right. Hi, Michelle. Shout out to you. He texts him fast. Right. Because this is, but yeah, so Hadia was, um, like, baby, look, look. She look, had look. just pre- um, performed at uh, President Obama's second inauguration yes. back in 2012. So go back to school, takes finals, leaves. You mm-hmm. know, to walk home because it was an unseasonably warm day in the city of Chicago. We love those things. Yeah. So it started mm-hmm. to rain. She hides in a a, a park shelter. A uh, kid, another kid, I think he was either 17 or 18, um, came and opened fire on the group, mm-hmm. killing Hadia Pendleton, who at the time was uh, either 16 or just had turned 17. And the way that that impacted me is because this is what you would consider be the good kid Right from the good yep. family, yeah, in the good neighborhood, doing what any kid can or would do, mm. and she still wasn't safe. So when we talk about Black Lives Matters, which they do, you also have to realize is that the individual who killed Hadia Pendleton was also black. a black boy. Yeah, and he while, just got sentenced, found did, guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, see how long that happened, and her family has been dealing with that. Yeah, um, you know, and, and it was just a sad situation all around. Um, and I happened to be, and I remembered I was supporting black business. I was going to soul for real up in Zion and I miss you soul for real. Um, and it just really motivated me to do something. And I said, I, I'm not marching, you know, down to Chicago. That's, that's not my style. If you march mm-hmm. for change, that's fine. It's just not me. Yeah. But what I had immediate control over was if I could encourage one more man to be a better father to his child. Yeah, maybe that one yes. that would have been one less uh, young man who yeah. was in a situation where he had a gun and was mm-hmm. willing because at eighteen, how could you be willing to risk your entire life shooting man. into a crowd that you don't even know and, and you just have to imagine the hopelessness yeah. of that individual? So I don't, yeah. I hold him responsible for his actions, but I also he was lost. I at feel for him. Yeah, um, and so that's what Fathers Matters happened. It just started as a daddy and me group. So we'd be like, hey, we going to the park. And it'd be 10 dudes that go to the park. Hey, we going to People's Choice. Grab your kids. Be 20 kids, people going to People's Choice. 
Um, and that just kind of grew. I mean, we That's have dope. A, a Facebook page that now has 64,000 um, followers. We're mm. in different countries, continents. Um, yeah. Our biggest following just moved from Illinois or Chicago to is now in New York. Um, mm. And, you know, so it's not anything extraordinary. Yeah. But I just, but it's, I it's just did impactful. what I could, That's know? impactful. And That's so big. we partnered yeah. with Switch Lanes a couple weeks ago to take, uh, I believe it was, we provided 120 tickets to the Universal Circus. That's right. I saw yep, that. I sure saw did. that. Yeah, yep, yeah. Sure I saw did. that. So, yeah. And those are the type of things that we are, are doing. Which is dope. Yeah. I thought I commend you on that because a lot of men don't don't step up for these young brothers that's going through oh, stuff. Of course, no you know they focus on the women. You know, try to be so protective of the right. women and forget about the boys. You know, you Man. leave behind leave behind the boys. You, you so. got to be there for the boys. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, because and don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people give me flack for sadness. I personally believe a woman cannot raise a boy to be a man it takes a man to raise a man child granted a woman can do their absolute best yeah they can do their absolute best and shout out to all the single mothers out there because the dudes didn't want to step up but it's kind of like yo like where's the character where's the integrity where's the 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 foresight to teach this little boy yo you don't hit girls you know what i'm saying and it's one thing we all know. We all know. Everybody can relate. Well, mama whooped you was one thing. Yeah. If she said, I'm telling your daddy, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, no, I, not really, in my household. Oh. I'm telling your mother. Oh, oh damn. Said, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, man, dang. I know for me, it was like, oh, man, I'm telling your daddy. My mom was, was a disciplinary. <laughs> like, don't tell pops, man. Yeah. Like, come on. But it's, it, it's just like, man, like, I don't understand how dudes can't step up to the plate. Yeah, and that was one of the things is I think, um, and I'm not one of those, everything that's wrong with the African-American community can be traced to the lack of fathers. Uh, I just think that's one of the things that we can control. Mm-hmm. And the fact, yeah. and, and what you just said too, is is more men in the community, um, if you ever want to volunteer in the schools, if you want to be involved, is because we do have some of our women who through no fault of their own end up being single mothers. Um, we mm-hmm. also have to rectify that we do have a um, the largest prison population in the entire world. And a lot of that disproportionately impacts African-American men. Mm. And so um, it's us as a collective, the entire family, um, you know, and, and men stepping up to be examples to those kids who may not have a father that lives yeah. in their yeah, home. Absolutely. And so I would encourage you is to be a mentor. So when you talk about Draz, when you talk about Andrew Gatson, mm-hmm. when you talk about Anton Matthews and what they're doing with their mentorship program, mm-hmm. it's amazing, but they can always use more volunteers more and help. more mentors. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so today I ended up in, in the next two days, I'll be visiting over 12 schools, just taking 15 minutes out of my day to read to, to, to classrooms. And if you would have, understood is is i had just met these kids but i was a friendly face i read to them i engaged with them and after 15 minutes they giving me hugs and asking me when i'm coming when back. you coming back yeah and, when and you, so, you yeah. back tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> that simple all right i'm I'm off work for two days i want to sit in the house and and do nothing yeah but nah bro i'm gonna go and i'm gonna take this time to make mm. sure that our kids see an individual who came from their community that's um, doing, doing okay in life and that um, tells them that they're important and they can do it too. 
and you know we see you, you did we say we didn't talk about anything and everything yeah, on this yeah, show, so only yeah. we done got there yeah but that's really um one of the main things fathers matters which is what started me in the work that i do today mm. yeah shout out to you brother yeah that's, that's hard work i can't really clap good i'm sore up top but uh <laughs> lift the weights <laughs> my arms my arm. <laughs> I can't move my arm. Yeah, I can't. I can't. But yeah, I can commend you on that, Brandon. That's 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 a tough job to take on, especially yeah. with all the stuff that you're doing that already is on your plate already. So I can definitely take off my hat Man. off to you. So, but I don't agree with Phil with the other with comment. The other okay, yeah, yeah. Like you said, because man. I have a example in my life. My sister, she raised her sons, was yeah. there twenty four seven. They're great men. And Ryan and is graduating. Lorraine is graduating from college See? this year. I'm not okay. saying that they can't. So, but I'm, it, it shouldn't be their job. No, it shouldn't. It but who's going to do job. it if there ain't nobody standing up to do it? Again, I, <laughs> I said, shout out to the women that do it. <laughs> yeah. But it should not fall on the woman's shoulder. And yeah, same, it should. And, and you can. And a woman, and so I will say, a woman can raise a man, but you yeah. also need uh, yeah. other influences. And, to and, do and it, masculine yeah. influences in their life. So yeah. when you talk about Barack Obama, Barack Obama was raised by a single mother, mm. um, but he also had a grandfather that was in his home. Right. Um, yeah. Even when you talk about, I know, I'm, but one of my favorite shows is, uh, and I'm gonna confess, but is This Is Us? I'm oh yeah, dope. dope. Go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. See, go but ahead. no, but this well, is this a, it's, it's, it's a, a show, show about a family and yeah, and adopted is one yeah, of them. And so yeah, he adopted, adopted an African American yeah. child, and so you got it. So he had a dad. So it was like different strokes. No, no. But the main point is, is even in that situation, mm-hmm. the father who was in the house realized that there were certain things that he couldn't teach his his black like son, son right. how to be a black man in America. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so what he did was he he took him to um you know karate right. where they had a black uh sensei yeah. and he would take him to the black barbershop right. and he found a black family in the neighborhood that he would let go and and do play dates and it's the same thing as you're a woman you can give them values you can mm-hmm. love them you can teach them about life but you right. also need that you know, masculine male yeah. energy just so they can have that balance that they can see it. Right. Um, so if you are a mother, you know, and you are single, that's one of my encouragements is, is put the child in sports. Yeah. Uh, take them around. If you got a brother who's on a straight and narrow, make sure yeah, that he's able yeah, to hang around. Yeah. If you got, you know, a father who, your oh. father who's still involved, um, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, just do that as much as possible because it only benefits the child. Yeah. You need both. Yeah. You definitely need both. Yeah. You definitely yeah. need both. But my sister had that support too, so I don't know how different they would have became if she did. So and, she had that yeah, support too right. behind her. So that's a huge buzz factor. factor. That's yeah, a real yeah. huge factor. So she went alone when she was doing it. So, but still, I think. And, and, and I feel for the moms where they don't. Yeah. Like where they, it's just it's them. them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those are the ones where it's like, damn, y'all. Hey, hey, you know, like for me, like my son. When he has his buddies and this, that, and other. It's only so much dad I can be to the outside kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not saying that I shun them or treat mm-hmm. them any differently, but it's like, at the end of the day, they got to go home. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, they got to go back to... Their single mom. Yeah, yeah you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I want to go to, uh, you know, I want to go to PJ's house. I want to do that. I want to do that. And it's like, yo, like, that's cool. And I don't mind it. 
But I know my schedule sometimes, and it's like I can't always be there. And not to say this in a negative connotation, but it's like, where is your dad at? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, how come the stuff me and my son do, fam, how come you ain't doing that with your boy? Yeah. You know, like, it, it, it just. Yeah. I know. It pisses me off. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I know. And that's what you, and like you say, and that's what we have to do is is encourage our friends. If you got that guy that you know is not doing what he needs to do, mm, you call him out. You, you call him out. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, not publicly. Yeah. It ain't no shame, but yeah. it does have to be that 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 tough love yeah. um, or that conversation. And so I think yeah. that's really No, cool. I ain't talking about publicly. I was like, call him yeah, out. Call Why, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want my friends to call me out if I'm doing something wrong. And I do the same for them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you need that support sense. Yeah. You definitely yeah. do. Yeah. Ooh, what's next for Mr. Ewing, man? What's next? Uh, President like Ewing. Say, come out, Millennials Connected, <laughs> December 8th. December 8th. That's what on is Facebook. That? It's a Saturday. Uh, I think we'll be doing this 6 to 10. Right now, we're in the process of getting what I hope to be some some real decent sponsors, other organizations who are coming alongside who say, I want to embrace millennials and I want to support this initiative. Um, so it's going to be a fun night. As we said, if you attended the first Millennials Connect, yeah, event, very fun. Yes. you know, it was it was just real chill. It was a great, um, you know, a lot of people had never been to the spot that we had it at. This is another one of those locations, um, Fuller Center, uh, Hero Project, Lake County. So right in downtown Waukegan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be uh, a fun night. And I mean it as if you're one of those people who say it's nothing going on in Lake County. You want something positive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it ain't no, it, it ain't no turn up. But when you, but when you leave, I promise that you will be inspired. You will have more information. Um, and so I'm not a numbers for number sakes. I'm about quality, but tickets will sell out. I'm telling you that right now. I think we, um, have a capacity of a, of a hundred. Okay. So once them gone, them gone. But I want you to be there. Uh, like me on Facebook, Brandon yeah. Ewing, uh, President Waukegan School Board. Ewing. Uh, search and, yeah, President, President Lake. Search, search right. And like us on Facebook. But that's really it. Is 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 what's next for me is just focusing on the next two years on the school board, making sure that we're doing quarterly events with Millennials Connected. Um, you know, and building that platform, and then continuing to do everything that I can to support fathers and fatherhood. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's the little things is today, um, I'm, I'm busy as you guys know, and I oh, have yeah. three young kids. You and your mother, so, you yeah. and your mother. Shout out okay. to, you miss Ewing. Okay. To, to my wife too, because she right. holds down the fort. I wouldn't be able to do what it is I do without her. Yeah, um, absolutely. And my little one, I got a three-year-old okay. who had been begging me, you know, to pick <laughs> him up from school. You know, he's like, man, you, his mom is a preschool teacher, so Aww. she brings him home, and he's like, you know, all the other kids, they come, and, you know, their parents get him, so he wanted that feeling. Now, I've been in schools all day reading, as I told you all, and I had a meeting that I was going into about district work that I don't get paid for. And uh, <laughs> Somebody must have made so, you. Yeah, I was just mad. But, um, <laughs> and I went to get him, and I took him to the meeting. And so I had that one hour and a half window that I could just spend time. But to see his face and how excited and happy he was uh, just for me to pick him up. Aww. And then not only that, but he it goes did, a long way. And he got to see how his dad Works. interacted because he just set off. He was on his iPad. He played with his toys. But while we discussed, you know, some important topics. And so he was able to to learn that. So that's it. It's just focusing on school board mm-hmm. you know doing the best i can for my family um and making sure that we build that millennials connected platform 
before we close, I just want to ask you, before the holidays come, what are you thankful for as far yeah. as oh, going, going, yeah. going That's on? That's a great one. I mean, Thanksgiving, I, I, I'm thankful for, and I know it's so cliche, but I'm thankful for family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm thankful for uh, this last year has been, to me, amazing. It's been stressful. It's Us been too. tough. Us too. Yeah, it's, been, it's been amazing. So yeah. I'm thankful for this year, and I'm thankful for my family. Go ahead, Phil, because I'm always going first. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. <laughs> I'm thankful for family. Right. Thankful for friends. Mm-hmm. Thankful just for another year, man. Yeah. Amen. That's really it. Amen. Um, I'm thankful for everything that's going on in my life. You know, a lot of opportunities have been presented to me. And uh, my family, too. Especially my mom. She's been mm-hmm. the biggest... Mama the well. biggest supporter and my sister as well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you need that support group around you when you're trying to yeah. reach to the top. And I'm thankful for my brother Phil. You know, yeah. you know, it's it's going on almost two years in February. Ooh, February, it's been a second, roller coaster. It's coming, it's coming. <laughs> two years. Yeah, it's two been a roller coaster. Sipping on no common sense. And, and last but not least, okay, Mark Yoder. Okay. That's the, the man, uh, behind the, the, myth, <laughs> the legend. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, just having great support and, you know, I'm just thankful for that. And That's breath and breath in my body. Man. Yeah. Another day above ground. It's I'm a blood. with it. I'm yeah, with it. it I'm with it. Man, yeah. so many people take that for granted. Yeah, absolutely. But look, y'all, we getting ready to wrap this show up. Before we go, we will not be here next week. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Enjoy your family. Eat right. Eat good. Eat. Cook no, something. Bring don't be, something. Don't man. just show up. <laughs> don't beat nobody up at the store for no. trying to get a toaster that's right. three dollars. Don't right. do it. Don't drink and drive. I don't care how good of a drunk driver you think you are. Share don't with do your that. Family man. Yeah. Just, don't do that. Just don't do it. And, and if and you were engaged, you understand that Waukegan is. Uh, they started their uh, patrols today. They'll mm-hmm. be going to full ten days, extra mm-hmm. police vehicles, seat belts. They ain't playing too. They will mm-hmm. they so, will tow it. Uh, as you say, is as we talk about not adding to that prison population, do not drink and drive. It's yeah. not Amen. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I lost a friend back in, in May uh to a drunk driver, so so that's mm-hmm. a very important message. Yeah, yeah, man. Don't do it. Just yeah. chill, call a Uber, call a Lyft, call yeah. family, just don't do it. Yeah, just um, stay there. Wherever you're going, just stay there. Man, yeah. Or don't go yeah. nowhere if you don't feel like... <laughs> just don't man, do it. Don't risk just, it. It's just, not... Just be responsible. Yeah, it's not risk it. But Urban Soul, Black Wednesday, I want to put that out there. Your tickets. I'll, I'll yeah. be there. Uh, it's 30 and up, which right, made me mad, but, you know... Whatever. That's neither here nor You be all right. You be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, Black Wednesday, Wednesday at Red Iguana. Uh, please get your tickets. Uh, reach out to Big Drew. Mm-hmm. Big Drew. Uh, I don't know who else is selling tickets, but... You know I'm sure you can holler at Step at Step. the Gentleman's Club. But you can't go on the Urban Soul page and whoever de- yeah, who do, whoever deals with that page, yeah, yeah they'll definitely. get back to you. So come, dude. Y'all yeah. come check that out, man. Yeah. That's a pre-Thanksgiving turn yeah. up. We gonna be in the building. Right. We gonna be in the building. Wig and all. Okay. Period. I got okay. G units polished. <laughs> We we out here. Right, we out. Also, y'all, before we get up out of here, man, we got to give a big shout out to the man behind the machine, the wonderful wizard, Mr. Mark. Motherfucking Yoder. Any rapper, singers, producers, <laughs> anybody doing anything, man, holler at Mark. He will bring your dreams to life. 
If you are tired of recording in your grandmama's basement with the McDonald's cup holders taped to the wall, yep. holler at Mark. He will bring your dreams to life. Now, it's everybody's favorite time on the show. It's discount time. All right. Let me say that again. It is discount time. Brandy, give me a hashtag. Come up with a hashtag. First thing off the top of your head. It's my hashtag, but I'll do it. Hashtag working for the future. Reach out to Illinois Media Group. Reach out to Mark Yoder on Facebook. Hashtag working towards the future. Did I say working for the future? Working for the future. Working for the future. Hashtag working for the future. Mark, how much are they looking at a discount for their first session with you, brother? Next week we're doing Thanksgiving uh, special. That's 30% off your first session with okay. Mark Yoder in a mastering studio. Again, hashtag working for the future. Then we got some discount music. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I say 30. I say 30. Dirty, thirty, dirty, dirty, a dirty, thirty. Hey, 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 y'all like hey, good kill, hey, you go hey, get. Hey, thirty percent off, y'all. All right, thirty percent off your first session right. with Mark Yoder at Illinois Media Music Group. Tiff, what we got coming up? Nothing. No, uh, we will be at Urban Soul. Um, nothing. No show next week, so yeah. we won't know. That. No, but we'll be back the week after. No. Everybody yeah. enjoy and get full. Yes. Laugh hard. Yeah, reminisce. Have a good stuff time. like that. Yeah, that's have it. Have a good time. Yeah, have that's a good it. Time. Be safe, y'all. Yeah, Definitely. love yourself. Stay out of trouble. I am the host with the Double O's Ghost. Most of me, y'all. Your boy Phil Myers Senior, aka Can't Knock the Great One. Back at it with my co-host Tiff the Biz. We at it. Love y'all. Happy uh-huh. Thanksgiving. Be safe. Oh. And ladies, remember my couch pulls out. <laughs> I don't. Have Peace. a good night.